Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Live from 12th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Rainy day to you. I'm Jim Fannin, filling in for Larry Fedork. Friday. Love it. Your time is 1.07. we got a packed show for you today. We will go open phones. Just like yesterday, the underlying current to the show was pizza? Racism today. Pat Sajak shows that he's an a-hole. We'll get to that. Have you seen this tweet? Check my Facebook if you haven't. And then Mark Cuban comes out and says what we all don't want to admit. We're all racist. All of us. My take is it comes naturally. It's it's part of our DNA. Back when we came from caves and packs and didn't have cell phones and used to hunt for our food, when we came up against a stranger or a pack that we didn't understand or looked different from us, we killed them. We did not have babies with them. So I think it comes naturally. I think it takes a lot of work to not be racist, to not think like a racist. And Mark Cuban comes out and admits straight up, if I see a black guy in a hoodie, I'm crossing the street. That takes some gonads. So that we'll take your takes on that. Do you think we're racist? Alex DeGenis is in the booth. We're going to talk some local politics with him, business, NAGRA issues. David Haskell is in. Love this guy. He makes me look way better than I actually look on camera. I can appreciate that. Got a meet and greet coming up with the Buffalo Bills. The, bu- the Buffalo's got a football team? <laughs> Buffalo Bills meet and greet at the Hilton Garden next Friday. April 30th, I thought it was today, but uh, so I'm going to talk to David Haskell about that and some things that he's up to. Jennifer Anderson is in. She represents Scene Music Festival. These guys have got something really cool going on. And in the spirit of talking about what's good in Niagara, we talked to Mayor Jimmy D yesterday. I love his fresh take. You know what I do? I kind of look for my commonalities in people, not where we're different. Let's celebrate what's good about Niagara. Scene Music Fest is one of those. Kind of fits in nice to my quality of life campaign that we need to go on, in my opinion, because we suffer from a huge identity crisis in this region. One of the best places in the world to live. And my local musicians tell me that have traveled all over the world and experienced culture all over the world that we have a really unique pocket of talent right here in Niagara that almost doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. 
Some scene music festival, which used to be only local bands, now has expanded to Montebello Park. I think that's a great idea. Hundreds of bands invading St. Catharines, and they're looking for volunteers. Check my website for information on that. Sorry, my Facebook. Peter Brown comes in. You know, we started a tradition talking about music here. Started a tradition on my Sunday show at noon by bringing in local acts to play live bumper music. Something I'm pretty proud of, and we've had some great acts in here. I'm not going to go through a list of names. But Peter Brown works with the Kiwanis Music Festival, and tonight is their Festival of Stars. And I've been honored to emcee the event. They asked me to emcee the event. Some other people listened to the show on Sundays and said, Hey, Jim Fannin's the guy. He's doing all the local bands on his show. See if you'll emcee. And I'm honored to do that tonight at the Parkway. What is it, Holly Inn, they call it now, Parkway? Yeah. But one of the conference rooms at the back there, the Festival of Stars goes off tonight, so they've already given their music awards out, and today they're going to have a little bit of a celebration. Tonight it starts at 6.30, the doors are open, 7 o'clock the show starts. We'll be out of there in two hours. So Peter Brown from the Kiwanis Music Festival will come in and join us. And we'll take your calls, if you have any, for any of the guests. We'll have a couple segments to go open phones. Oh, and then I need to squeeze in Bart Maves, maybe. Bart Maves, I think, has got a real shot to take out Gates in this next election. Now, I predicted Gates would take that election last time around before he was even nominated. Not, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but I think it was pretty plain to see that Andrea Horvath was pumping some huge resources into that riding for the by-election. And Wayne came out on top. Not by much, but he did win it. And I said to Wayne the other day at the Celebrity Sports Theory, he didn't want to hear it, I said, I think you get an uphill battle this time. Why is that? Well, because Andrea won't be in your riding every day. And if Bart's smart, he'll keep Hudak out of the riding too and take that thing. But it's going to be close. Certainly the Liberals don't stand a shot out there. They've got a sacrificial lamb that's going up. <laughs> he'll be on my show Sunday. It's not listening now. So we got a great show for you planned today. We will do some open phones, so we got a couple segments in between if you want to get in. 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-CKTB, pound 610 on the bell, mobility network, and 61010 is the text. That thing's already lighting up. Jimmy, what does Jimmy think of marijuana findings in Colorado? Uh, I guess I didn't read that part of the news. Cuban also said he came across a white guy with a shaved head and tattoos. He wouldn't. He would cross back to the other side. Yeah, Brad. Thank you. Of course. And to Dave, that seems to know everything on Tom's show. You don't make weed or hash oil from the stalks. Maybe tea or something. You don't boil down the stalks. <laughs> hash oil is made from bud. That's where the THC. There's no THC in the stalks, Dave. After this break, David Haskell is in the booth. Local photographer extraordinaire. Pimping the meet and greet with the Bills next Friday at the Hilton. Out on Glendale Avenue. Right after this on 610 CKTB.
Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fan for Larry Fedorik. I'm joined by David Haskell's in the booth. David, how are you, brother? Thanks for taking the time. Good, Jim. Thanks for having me back in, man. Yeah, no problem. Tell me about this meet and greet with the Bills. I'm not a Bills fan, but uh, Hilton Garden Inn over on Glendale Avenue in Niagara Lake. Yep. Doing a meet and greet with the boys Friday, May. Thank you, callers and texters, for pointing out I said April. <laughs> May, next Friday, no, 7 p.m. Yeah. You got VIP tickets for 50 bucks. Well, you can yep. actually spend some time with these guys and everyone oh, yeah. else, we'll 25 bucks. Get some shots with them, hang out. There's going to be uh, some Bills, some Jills. And uh, it's, you know, raising money for the Walker Living Campus up there in Woodend. Yeah, what is that exactly? I've heard a lot of them. Well, anyone who's grown up in the area knows it's been a beautiful place. I know Woodend, yeah. Yeah. And now what they've done is they're building a a beautiful structure without changing the old site that was there. Like a pavilion of sorts? Yeah. So you'll be able to go up year-round now and see, you know, it's it's really quite amazing. Indoor, outdoor structure or both? Both. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so uh, broke ground on that construction started, but uh, that's where the funding's going to, and the uh, folks at the Hilton uh, Garden Inn, uh, Coca Cabana, everyone's uh, really pitching in hard to do this, and uh, it's great for the Bills to come over. There's there's a lot of Bills fans on this side of the river. And you get that right, yeah. So they're you know, it's not their fault. They like the team because they're close. <laughs> you know, oh, they're local. That's why you're a Leaf fan too, I guess, Ooh, and a Jays ouch. fan. Oh, no, you know, fear. The Leafs are good if you like to golf. Yep, exactly. So uh, this is uh, Friday, May thirtieth, seven o'clock at the Hilton Garden Inn. And tell us, we've got who who we got showing up here. So you got Ramsey's Barden. Yep. Uh, you've got uh, Keith Rivers, Mario Butler. Uh, there's Carmen Ramos, who's uh, you know uh, fitness instructor. A lot of the famous people. Some of the Bill, uh, the Jills, who are going to be there. Uh, they're doing a very cool setup in the backyard. I don't know if anyone's been back there lately. Great cabana up on the rooftop. They're going to have a DJ, very Miami like. Hmm. Uh, Dancing, Copa's going to be doing the Brazilian food, and the dancers are all going to be out there. It's it's a fun night. So how long does this thing go? Is it all night? It's going to be, a, yeah, it'll be a late one. Oh, so 7 o'clock, and it goes for the duration. It's yep. just not a two-hour meet and greet and get out. No, no. and the uh, So Cash Bar, you're looking to raise some money for... Uh, the Wooden Wood Living Campus, yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, and and it's, it's it's good for people if they get a chance to go to go up to, to Wood End, or if they want to uh, check out Walker Living Campus online. Um it's just a, a beautiful place, and pretty much, like I said, if you're in the area and you've grown up here, you've probably been up there. Oh, for sure. Down, so. I always take the dog down there all the time. Yeah. Now, tell me a little bit. I saw you. What the hell are you doing on the beach? And are you at the beach in town here, you know, or uh, what? It's a no, little I, cold for the beach, don't you think? Well, yeah, we weren't in town for the beach, but uh, it was a good time. We were down there for a bachelorette event, and... Uh, uh, bachelorette, you said that on my email. What the? What's bachelorette? Well, uh, I don't watch TV, so what are you well, doing? No, this is it's not, not a bachelorette part. It's a uh, TV show, but it's a bachelorette. Uh, we call it an event, but basically, uh, women getting married, things like that. They, oh, um, this is a promo for your photography. Yeah, they get out there. Yeah, I got gotcha. They get they get done up and they get. Uh, so in addition to the boudoir, you got bachelorette. Oh, but there's yeah, it doesn't stop. You can go every, and right down to uh, you know maybe someone jumping out of a cake. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever they want to do. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, uh, sweetheart Coley and I were down there, and so after we uh, uh, 
took pictures at one of the events. We hung out on the beach, and uh, yeah, we got to uh, Which beach were chill, you out? chill out. We we're going to keep that one until uh, right. the pictures come out. And, All right. You know, because you don't want to. Cool. Let that out too much. Anyway, so some of these uh, tickets with the uh, uh, the bills at the meet and greet. Uh, I think you guys next week will be sort of. I think there's some here that they're going to be giving out. Hits and, FM probably giving them away. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, maybe six ten too. But it seems like a hits FM. It's up their alley, yeah, so yeah. they'll be taking care of the promo on it. Great group of guys, though. An excellent group of guys. Uh, Ramsey's uh, came over from. Uh, uh, the Giants, he's got a Super Bowl ring. and uh, We hate the Giants in here, man. I'm an Eagles fan. Is this yeah. going to be coordinated with a uh, vegan fest or something? Colorado, man. I'm from Colorado. I took yeah. a beating this year in the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what are these the, guys uh, vegan? Well, is he uh, in town Ram- for... Ramsey's, yeah, Ramsey's is vegan. And um, anyone who's not sure what that means, and that is pretty It means you don't amazing. eat it if it comes from a... Yeah. If, if the mother had... If it had a mother or a head. <laughs> or something, yeah. So, no animal uh, products. To look at the, uh, you know, Ramsey's is just an incredible athlete, and you just automatically think must be eating beef or something. You know? mm. And he's and no, he's a, a straight up vegan, and he's got strong beliefs in it. And so he'll be remaining in town for uh, the rest of the weekend, doing some events around town. Now, are you still working on talent search, model search, whatever? Yeah, you had? We'll Did you resurrect that thing? Okay, I, I thought I, mean, I saw. I only see you on the on the Facebook pages. Mostly. Yeah, direct casting is up and running. Uh, another company that we started in uh, Colorado, and uh, that's running great. And then we've got a couple casting calls coming up, but uh, we haven't set dates for them yet. Um, and we're we're trying. We, we'd like to get back to do the one big search annually too. Yeah. Now tell me about working with some of the younger kids, bringing them in, building their self esteem, getting them comfortable in front of a camera, yeah. doing their makeup, making them look good, and and then you know tell me how you know gratifying Seems, that is to see the pictures come out and hand them over to some of these kids that you know don't think they're that good looking or feel like great about themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to see people. They want something so bad they're not sure they can have it, and you you you, you put the photographs out there. You start setting up the uh, uh, the ability for them to see themselves. The confidence goes through the roof, um, and then from there we just start to aim them in the direction of proper agencies and and keep them uh, sort of try to keep them in the direction of of good talent scouts, good agencies rather than getting caught up with the hey we'll make you uh a star for fifteen hundred dollars you know that oh, kind of silliness yeah. yeah but um it's been uh, it's been really effective especially with some of the younger people in, in in the area and there is talent as uh you're mentioning the music scene too absolutely there's talent like right through the whole area mm-hmm. and it's enjoyable to see that sort of come out david haskell is my guest how's everyone get a hold of you david phone number were you still over at uh yeah, we're, we're in the uh the stone mill in stone mill uh, and we're hanging out. Usually uh, get half of it right. Yeah, well, it's a mill. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's no. Uh, okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're at the Stone Mill, nine zero five six eight seven one six zero zero. Anybody needs info on the meet and greet? We'll do the. You know, they can call myself or call the Hilton Garden Inn. Get you on Facebook. And uh, yeah, Facebook for sure. Let's you know, hit me up and we'll um, we'll let you know how to get there. Quick moving show. Thank you, David Haskell, for coming in. Check him on the thirtieth out at. Hilton Garden Inn in Niagara Lake on Gen- uh, Geneva. Glendale Avenue. Meet some of the Bills and the Jills. It's May 30th, 7 p.m., 500 York Road. Coming up next, Alex D. Yesterday we had Jimmy D. Today we got Alex D. I'm going to try and convince Alex D. to run on the same ticket as leader of the Liberal Party, the Jimmy D's. I'm trying to get Jimmy D out of here and make him premier of Ontario right after this.
Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. When I think of fate's worse than death. Talk about local talent. City and color, Dallas Green. Got to see this kid a couple weeks ago. Passed up a chance to see the swollen members to meet the guys. See a sound check at my buddy's bar, The Spot, in Niagara Falls. I roll in here at 5 after 5. Ruthie's putting out tickets. I go, anything good? She goes, four tickets for City and color. I'm like, no. I'm going. Soon as I sat in the seat at the ACC, I knew I'd made the wrong decision. Not because Dallas Green's not a talent, just because I was a thousand meters away from this kid. I used to live down the street from him, for crying out loud. Should have stayed in town and went to see Swollen Members instead. Big stadiums are not my show, and it's just not my thing anymore. I don't care if Fleetwood Max coming back or Elton John. Maybe the Chili Peppers might be getting, get me into a stadium. I haven't seen them yet. The underlying current today, are you a racist? Yes, you are. So is Pat Sajak, and so is Mark Cuban. Pat Sajak just happens to be an a-hole at the same time. Is it true that he actually got his gig because Chuck Woolery was too bright? (laughs) I saw that in one of his several thousand retweets, and I retweeted it too, because when you say something stupid, I'm going to retweet it, not because I agree with it, just because you're dumb. Alex D., Oh, Speaking of dumb. <laughs> Bad segue, eh? <laughs> How are you, brother? Thanks for taking the time. I know you were just downtown, so I called you late last night and got you into the show. I appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. Great to see you again. Tell me about your thoughts on the provincial election. I know you've gone back and forth. I, I know that the Greens reached out to you. And thank you for not going and doing a public press release saying, I'm flattered to be recruited by the Greens, but I'm not running. That's BS, man. That's crap. Bernie Slepkoff, the same thing. Oh, here's why I'm not running. Thank flattered to be asked by Greg Vesna, but I'm not running. You know what? Keep it to yourself. Yep. Man up. Yep. So thanks for not doing that. Petrowski didn't do that either. So I got a lot of time for you. Now, tell me a little bit about your takes on what do you... Uh, do, it's my take, the number, the overall take of this election is we suffer from a huge lack of leadership, especially at the leader level of the, these parties. I've said before, Horvath seems to have the biggest upside. I don't think she's capitalizing on it. Tim, not sure where he's going. We know where Wynn's going. I can't believe that Ontario, specifically probably Toronto, keeps propping Wynn up in these polls. All the scandal, all the mismanagement, all the lack of leadership, and we're still going to vote her back in with a minority government. Are you as resigned and cynical as I seem to be? I don't know about resigned and cynical. It, it is uh, it is uh, amazing to me. It is uh, scary and amazing and all of those good things. So it's uh, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting quandary that's for sure. Where do you see your vote going? You got to hold it to the end. Uh, no, no. I, I think. Uh, listen, I, I I don't have anything against the lady, and uh, I've gone both ways. Uh, and I say both ways. I've gone liberal and I've gone conservative. I'm not a hard fast anything really. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that that political party needs to be punished repeatedly uh, to ensure mm. that generations of politicians know that when you uh, play fast and and loose with the uh, the public purse and are not as judicious or responsible that uh, you uh, get uh, banished to oblivion for uh, generations and uh, I'm, I feel strongly that uh, 
There have been uh, things that, that should not have happened take place, and I think that the, the electorate needs to send a message. Now, are you a guy that will opinion. vote strategically to keep someone out? Do no, you, I'm, I'm not that bright, you really. Just, I, you I put, just, it, you I just put kinda, your vote where, you, where your heart yep. is. You yep. want to feel good when yep. you come out of that ballot box yep. if that's a, all possible. Yep, and and the difficulty is is that uh, you know you listen to uh, Mr. Hudak's platform, and I've got concerns over some things that you hear, and uh, so it, there's not a there's not a clear uh, clear pick in my mind, and in terms of policies and processes, but then then uh, you know I go back to some scandals that I just can't get past, and that that, that sort of galvanizes my vote. So. Have you ever destroyed a ballot or declined? No. Did you know that you could decline a no, ballot? No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, again, I'm not. I'm. I, I was never. Uh, I never learned to play chess, and I'm. I'm just sort of a what you see is what you get kind of guy. So I, I'd, I've never done that. How do you think we're making uh, headway on this go issue? I mean, the Chamber of Commerce co- come around it nicely. Uh, you know, I think the messages were a little mixed up. You know, Grimsby versus Niagara Falls. We want it in Niagara Falls. I mean, Jim D's got all the money down there at the end of the go line. So, how do you think? Do you think we're making any progress? Niagara Week obviously canceled because of the election, but how do you think we're making it over there? Yeah, I think I, I, I think you know it's funny that I, I've I've been saying for a little bit that uh, wouldn't it be nice uh, if you could really sort of bridle the the passion and the uh, and the energy of Niagara. Has four hundred and twenty thousand people, and and uh, so I compliment uh, our many elected officials, uh, which which has been sort of a negative uh, about our area. But if we can turn that into a positive by actually mobilizing all of them for one thing, I think uh, you can accomplish a ton. I keep hearing about uh, there's not enough money, but they're spending. Uh, they're spending pretty darn close to a billion bucks putting 22 kilometers of uh, rail between Union Station and uh, and uh, and the airport. So there's definitely a wallet. We just got to find the will, and ultimately uh, there's 423,000 people that that deserve it. So yeah, I, I definitely agree that uh, Mr. Diodati in Niagara Falls has to be included. There isn't really another jurisdiction in the country, I think, that can harness um, not only commuter traffic but uh, people that want to see. Uh, large amounts of water go into a hole. Uh, that that tourist attraction is second to none on the planet, let alone in Ontario. And uh, if you can get four and a half million people to tie into buying a ticket to come see that happen, and then maybe take their w- bikes through Wine Region or uh, uh, enjoy the rest of the bounty, I think you can offset some of the obvious uh, losses that takes place when you put in public transit, which happens in every jurisdiction, but but hasn't happened here. Now, I appreciate your comments on deserving, and I've got a little bit of a different relationship with the word deserve. Uh, I say you don't deserve anything. 430,000 people just don't get something plopped in their lap because yeah, you're they right. deserve it. You've got to go out and earn it. Yeah, you've got to make a case for it. You've got to work for it. You you're right. You're right. We, I actually sat in this room, and Mr. Hudak was across from me, and he said, Alex, you know, why travel all over Ontario? And I hear people complaining about the same thing. And I kind of interrupted him rudely and said, I think you probably, uh, I think that's probably true, but they're complaining while they're, uh, while they're on a go train on their way to, to, uh, to high-paying jobs. I think the, the thing that stopped us is that we haven't really mobilized as 400,000 people. And, and so to your point, I take it back, take that word back, because I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, we've uh, we've deserved not getting the go, so mm. we've we've actually changed tact. I, I said to him, I think if you're sitting in the legislature and you're listening to pitches, I, I would imagine that a pitch uh, that's that comes to you via one voice. Uh, versus 14 different conflicting voices probably wins the pitch. And he said, absolutely. 
So, uh, you know, at that point I said, wow, potentially the future premier of Ontario just told us the secret of how to get it done. Is anybody listening? Like, mm. that's the way to do it, and we're doing the opposite. So, so the good news is I'm encouraged that we are doing it, I think, correctly. We're, we're, we're speaking with one voice. Uh, we haven't elected a president of Niagara, or, or uh, you know, we haven't elected the one guy. Uh, but but we're we're speaking in one voice on this subject, and that that's encouraging because uh, you know I've been here four and a half years, and I haven't I haven't seen a subject tackled uh, by everybody. And props to you for bringing it up and and getting people together on that. So my next question is, what's it going to take to make you a politician? So if you agree <laughs> that there's a lack of leadership, then a guy with some leadership skills, and I've seen your skills all over, whether it be on the you know the arena committee, spectator facility, Meridian Center, whatever you want to call it, at some point, aren't you going to just reach the bottom of the barrel where you're like, okay, forget it, I'm in? Well, listen, I, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying. Uh, I, I, leading my team at at uh, the, the dealerships to uh to do what they're doing i'm really proud of uh, the businesses that we've got here i think it's a great example of uh you know when we're talking about uh economic development i, I heard a lot of negatives about the region but uh, in coming here i've met some of the best people on the planet uh that that i've surrounded myself in my now, business before you came here i heard from other people uh, uh tamara actually that runs the food truck I, I try and say the name but i always get it wrong El yeah, beautiful people Vagabondo. beautiful people. and she said when she was scoping this place out she talked to many people from niagara and they and they often would say to her you're from ottawa why would you ever want to come here did yeah. you hear that from people residents yeah are you kidding me it's, well, it's, uh, it's, it's a huge it, identity crisis yeah no? no you you said that and i've been saying that for a long time there's uh, i don't know if you appreciate what you've got and uh i've said it before and i'll say it again i'm not i'm not the smartest guy in the world but i'm not stupid and i picked coming here uh i have been reminded on a couple of occasions that i wasn't born here and i did correct the uh lovely lady that told me that and told her that I, <laughs> although i wasn't born here i did pick here to raise my kids and uh you know you typically work pretty hard to make sure you didn't make the wrong move and four and a half years later i'm here telling you i didn't make the wrong move nice it's an awesome spot so uh but you got to have a job you got to uh you got to be happy and be able to provide for your family and i think you know the election coming up uh there's some definite differences in in approach that uh would would prop up or hinder our ability to to fulfill our potential alex degenis thanks for coming in my brother I always appreciate it. how do people get a hold of you and more importantly how do they donate to your campaign for mayor oh never mind never mind <laughs> never mind, mind. henleyhonda.ca what super of twitter Ni- super of niagara and uh, skyway fine cars and that's that's good enough for me folks. alex d always a good friend of the show and the station i appreciate your time after this oh why not let's touch up bart maves see what he's doing I didn't think I had some time for him, but I'm going out with USS. Patrick Smolarek running the board. I am Jim Fannin for Larry Fedorik right here on 610 CKTB. CKTV. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin for the vacationing Larry Fedorik. Honored to take the chair. Keep going on vacation, guys. Love it. 
Patrick Smolarek running the board. That is Swollen Members. Got some talent on the board. Always right here. It's not my show. It's producers. I'm just coming in and make it look easy. We got a provincial election on the go. Seems to me that most of the candidates were slow out of the gate, especially locally here in St. Catharines. The Liberals were slow. Cisco's off to a quick start. Horvath making a lot of noise. Hudak getting in there too as well. Ah, they're all making a little bit of noise now. Joining with me right now is Bart Mays. Bart, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Jim. Thanks for having me. Now, last, you know, last election, if you've ever listened to my show or when I cover for the big guys when they're away, I called it before Gates was nominated. I said, he's got this riding. It turns out I was right. This time, I think he's in tight. I think you got a shot to take him out. Tell me, are you actively trying to keep Tim out of the riding to make sure you win it? <laughs> no, of course not. No, look, at uh, one thing you have to understand about Tim Hudak is Tim understands, uh, as an anger guy, he understands this region better than any other leader. Uh, he, being from here, he understands, and he helped me with putting two casinos in Niagara Falls, putting the slots in the racetrack in Fort Erie in the first place. Uh, he changed government policy himself when he was an MPP to get rural designations for hospital to keep the Fort Erie Hospital Emergency Ward open. He knows Niagara better than anybody else, uh, and, and that that's good for Niagara. Well, certainly he lives here. I think uh, certainly Horvath has taken up the Niagara. I mean, we hear her planks in the in the in her uh, platform coming up today. It's hospitals, it's go train, it's all this kind of stuff. So she seems to be turning uh, her interest to Niagara too. Do you think it's going to be a tight race as well this time around? I, you know, honestly, I think every elections, uh, I always look at them as tight three way races and. Uh, the Liberals are off to a slow start in Niagara, but they've got a, a candidate now, and, and uh, I know that they're getting moving. I was out canvassing the other day and actually ran into their campaign office, so I know they're out moving. Uh, all can- all uh, elections are tight, but listen, Jim, I'm getting the same thing at the doors, uh, but maybe even more vociferously from people. They're fed up with um, the government of the day. They're fed up with the, the lack of jobs in Niagara and throughout Ontario. I think more and more people are starting to understand the magnitude of the problem that the current debt and deficit of the province, um, you know, puts puts uh, puts on Ontarians and Ontario businesses. I think people are starting to understand the magnitude of the problem with hydro, and frankly, I'm finding more and more people who understand that the policies of the McGuinty Wynn government uh, that are in place causing a lot of those problems have been supported by the NDP for years. And people are starting to realize that and realize that the NDP uh, are the same as the Liberals, only they'll probably step on the gas and go even faster in the same direction as the Liberals. Bart Mays is my guest. Bart, I really appreciate the time. I've asked many politicians this, both existing and ones that are running uh, in this election. If you had a magic wand and you took a majority government or you were the leader, you could make one thing happen for Niagara, what would you make happen if you could bring in one single policy? What do you think is the most important thing facing Niagara? Well, we, we need to improve the business climate throughout Ontario, including in Niagara, because we have to have businesses have the confidence to invest their money again and create jobs in Niagara. So GO's not on that list? You know what? I'd love to have GO. Uh, we're broke, and I need to make payroll before I can worry about uh, expanding GO. So I'll expand GO. Uh, I'll push for that for Niagara. Um, 
but we, we've got to get out of the financial mess that we're in before we can make huge investments. So logistically, uh, then, what would you say is a policy that you would put in place that makes us, I mean, just saying, oh, you got to change the business climate, you know, we can pull that out of, you know, for any issue, but what policy, what specifically do you think you could bring in to help the business climate in Niagara? I'm going to balance the books. I'm going to lower... Uh, lower hydro rates and fix the hydro tobacco by stopping all the wind and solar that's going up. Uh, and then we're going to lower income tax rate by 10%. That puts about 900 bucks back in the pockets of the average family so they can uh, afford uh, to live in Niagara and Ontario again. I appreciate your answer. And just going back to the hydro thing, are we looking to make hydro costs lesser for everyone across the province, or are you looking to just rebate big business on their uh, their costs? No, we need we need to lower hydro across the board. It's it's definitely important to lower it for businesses. So you're not uh, looking got, for kickbacks or rebates or t- to business, but just to make it right across the board cheaper for everyone. Sure, we need to uh, look at. We've got the highest industrial uh, hydro rates in North America. That's a tragedy, considering how much uh, natural hydropower we're sitting on, um, and. Frankly, people are having trouble living in their homes because they can't afford the hydro bills. So that debt retirement charge, the public of Ontario have paid off two years ago. Uh, mm, that's got to that's got to come off our bills. The uh, the solar uh, subsidized solar and subsidized wind that are driving uh, the price of hydro up by over 100 percent. That's got to end. Do you agree then? We need to get rid of all subsidies. I mean, look at the money we're giving to the oil companies. Now, I know it's not a provincial issue necessarily, but subsidies right across the board, don't they need to be uh, re-examined? Look, we're pretty aggressive already, even today, about uh, ending corporate welfare. Uh, Wynn's got $2.5 billion that she's proposing in the current budget to spend on handouts to corporations, and those don't work. I can't say, look, I'm uh, I'm giving money to CKTB, uh, and that's going to help them against their local competitors down the street. And, and that's all they've done. They've picked their favorites, and uh, and we've seen time and time again where uh, companies that the Liberals have given grants to have turned around and cut jobs several years later, the Heinz plant, Leamington being the, the most recent example. So that's got to end. It, you have to have broad-based for all businesses in Ontario, lower taxes, less red tape, lower hydro rates. Bart Mays is my guest. Bart, I really appreciate the time. I think you got a real shot in that riding. You know, I'm far from conservative, but I got a, a heavy appreciation for any politician that stand up, whether they're conservative, green, or NDP, or liberal. Just give us on the way out, tell the, the listeners of 610 CKTB, when they're in that ballot box, what should convince them to vote for Bart Mays? Look, we need a change of direction in this province, and everybody knows it. Uh, and if you're left choosing between the NDP uh, and the PC party, uh, uh, choose Bart Mays because we represent a real change in direction. The NDP have supported 97% Liberal legislation. They're just going to keep on going the same direction as the Liberal Party of Ontario, and I think most Ontarians and most Niagarans know that's the wrong direction for Ontario right now. That is Bart Maves. I appreciate your time. Bart, good luck in the election. We'll touch base with you soon, maybe before June 12th, is it? Yeah, that's right, Jim. Well uh, done. Thanks for taking the call on short notice. I really appreciate it. Bart Maves is your conservative, your progressive conservative candidate for the Niagara Falls riding. Yes, progressive and conservative can coexist and not be a dirty word. Who's got the news coming up at noon?
News is next right here on 610 CKTB. Live from 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. I'm Jim Fanny, coming for, for Larry Fedoric today. Appreciate you checking us out. We talk a little racism coming up. Pat Sajak and his tweet, they got multiple retweets. And then Mark Cuban coming out talking about how he's racist. And my assertion is we're all racist. It's built into our DNA. Like it or not. Takes huge going ads to admit it, though, I guess. Next, Scene Music Fest comes up soon. Jennifer Anderson is in with me now in the booth, co-producer of the event. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Jim. When's the date? Uh, We're going two days this year. We're going to be at Montebello Park and throughout downtown on June the 28th and June the 29th. Is it the holiday long weekend? It is the holiday long weekend. No competition this weekend with AEG saying they're not pulling off an event. Do you have any insight into why? I really don't. Um, okay. We knew that they were not going to be activating that weekend. Oh, you did. That's why you picked yours. One of the reasons yours? we went for that weekend. Nice. We certainly want to be able to support all the music events that go on and not be in direct competition with them. So this worked out very well for us, considering we were going over to a two-day format, and we're all very excited about it. We've got a great lineup, and Montebello Park is a fantastic huge venue. lineup. Yeah, Montebello Park. Tell me about the move from the local. And now you still get the bar venues, no? Absolutely. Okay, so you, yeah. now are they going to be competing against Montebello Park as well? Um, well, it, you have to look at it in the sense too that about five, I guess it was probably six years ago, we started using Market Square, and Market Square became where we had a main staging area because we really didn't have anything downtown where we could hold that kind of capacity. So this year, when we looked at what we were going to do, our needs were not going to be met with uh, Market Square. We didn't have the capacity. We wanted to make sure that we had a good price point and uh, our next alternative was to look at Montebello Park so Montebello Park is going to be a fantastic uh, venue and at the same time too we've always had the clubs going on at the same time that we've had main stages going on so we will have clubs going out and the difference this year is that we will be activating in the clubs for two days but we'll be starting at about five o'clock at night and going straight through till one in the morning and the park itself will be uh, the last act that we have will be done at 11 o'clock on Saturday and 10 o'clock on Sunday. So the venues will still be going. We have multiple genres, a lot of different things going mm-hmm. on. So I wouldn't look at it as competition. I would look at it as options and diversity. Jeez, oh, well done. Now, the Zolas, these guys are somebody I'm really excited mm-hmm. about. Not In Your Heart was a song that I tripped over at some point. Now they're starting to make some waves, I guess. They're becoming a little bit of a, of a name as far as a band goes. Tell mm-hmm. me about how many do you have 
confirmed so far, and is there headliners to come still? Um, we're still uh, looking at adding in some more uh, bands, especially when we're looking at the complement of what we're bringing in from the Niagara area. We've had a lot of submissions, and that's something we really want to highlight in the clubs. Uh, essentially, when we're doing something like this, we want to be able to support all different levels of entertainment and acts. So you're going to see some headliners going over to Montebello Park, but we want people to go out into the clubs and see a lot of the bands they haven't seen before. And we want to make sure that we have a lot of bands out there that are not only representing Niagara, but representing a lot of different um, genres. And I think with the Montebello Park uh, area, we're going to have a really great starting point for people. Bitter Kids, are they local? Bitter Kids, I'm, you know what, I'm not positive about Cardinals that. are local. Cardinals These are, These guys absolutely. are young the studs, years. good Christian boys from the church, and they can play absolutely. music, and they man. have played scene before, and that's one thing when you look at what's going on over at Montebello Park, the majority of bands that are playing there over the two days are bands that have played at scene before, oh. and they're bands that have played at scene at um, smaller venues. So is that the only way you get them? to Montebello Park, is by having played scene before? Well, we, we like to kind of see it as Give the festival's progressing. You look at how the bands are progressing. So in some situations, you could look at a, um, Lights, for example. Um, Lights, Lights mm. Monster Truck, a uh, number of different bands. I would say that the only bands probably playing at Montebello Park who haven't played scene before would be uh, Sheepdogs and Matthew Good. Right. And when you look at those bands, they're progressing alongside the way that we are as well. So this is one of the things we've always wanted to support bands as they're they're um, developing, and we have those relationships with them. And it's just it's it's again another um, example of how we grow, how the bands are growing, and how we're aligned with each other. And the bands who are playing for the first year this year, they may be on our main stage in a few years. We always want to make sure that we we bring some bands that are local as well to be playing at the main area. Now that started out as just local bands, mm-hmm. correct? Uh, started out in 1995, so this is the 19th year. Wow! And when it originally started, um, a gentleman named Chris, who went by Cashmere, who was the lead singer of uh, Revenge of the Egg People, is the mm. one who came up with the inception of right. the idea. And is it he was still involved at all. No, he uh, after a few years, he was just he was satisfied with what he had done, and it was handed over. And uh, Joel Carrier and Steve Levitt Stumble, you can go by either. He uh, he stepped in, and then I became part of the fold with that as well. And that's when we looked at doing a lot more clubs and bringing the uh, main stage area into play. But when it started, I believe it was twenty bands and three venues. And wow, it was locally based. And how many so far now? Uh, so far this year, we're over 100. I would say the peak year, we probably had 185 bands playing in one day, and that would be about three or four years ago. So we're going from small clubs, doing acoustic acts, to bigger bigger bands. We've, we've had bands with up to 14 people. My son, the Hurricane, the one year they played, I believe they had 14 members. Yeah, and are they back this great, year? A great I want to hear them band. back. Theater um, Chris was back, I I'm think not sure I saw. at this point right now, but um, My Son the Hurricane is a fantastic local long... band, and they're fun. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a band have more fun on stage. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I've seen uh, uh, X-Prime mm-hmm. just oversaturating themselves. They play the Detour on Wednesday. Right. They're playing Mansion House tonight. You know, there's mm-hmm. something to be said about going off the grid and not... You know, overexposing yourself, I think certainly Mice on the Hurricane's done that. Well, I, I think when you look at what's going on in Niagara, St. Catharines has always kind of been the epicenter of the Niagara music scene. And well, I Niagara can Falls certainly say. Our, gripe with that for sure. They got a cool sure, thing going on. But I, for consistency's <laughs> sake, let's say it okay. that way, there's always been right. something going on in St. Catharines where Correct. there's been ebbing and it's, the ebb and flow changes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great things that are going on everywhere throughout the region, um, but I can speak more towards St. Catharines. And uh, we've always consistently had clubs that provide a stage and a venue for live acts. So I think that um, we also have to look at being able to support as much as we can, not just with bands, with the venues themselves. Once we lose live venues and they start to dissipate, it makes it much more difficult for us to be able to support the scene that we have and develop new music and support that what's already out there. Jennifer Anderson is the co-producer of Scene Music Festival. We're going off June 28th and 29th all around downtown St. Catharines and Montebello Park. 
Jennifer, tell me, you guys dropped the acronym. There used to be periods between all your... Tell me what scene used to stand for. Um, that was St. Catherine's event for New Music Entertainment. Right. Uh, it still stands for that, but in the days of uh, the different kind of technology that's out there, truthfully, when it comes to search engines... The dots will kill you. It will. You know, and we want to connect people as quickly as we can with everything that we're doing and stay consistent with it. So, you know, you can you can still apply both to that. But, uh, you know, it just makes it a little bit easier for us to be able to communicate what we want to communicate out to the people. And we've had an amazing response this year. We have people coming from all over, literally coming from all over Canada. We have people coming in from the States. Piston and- had lager. They're from Sweden. Mm-hmm. So you got a, you got an international acts coming in just yeah. right here. Current swell, the Zolas we mentioned, mm-hmm. Rich O'Coin, Cam Hunter, was which is down with Webster or with them. Mm-hmm. Northcott Cardinals got a lot of time for those kids. Yeah. Marianas Trench, big name. Matthew mm-hmm. Good, another big name. Sheepdogs, they're all grown up now. Yeah, the Black Keys in their corner. They're starting to sound like the Black Keys. Are they produced by Black Keys? Um, actually, the last album that they, they played the out instruments was produced by the um, drummer from the Black Keys. Okay, did they so. play Black Keys instruments? I heard a rumor that they played Black Keys instruments um, for the Sheepdogs. I know that uh, when they were recording the album that uh, they they did it in Nashville, which is uh, where now the Black Keys are um, based out of. Arkells, Lights, Shad... Piston Head Logger. I mean, just this is only in the third wave of announcements that mm-hmm. you've. And announced. we're going to have a lot more coming forward, so there will be a lot um, coming out about what's going on within the clubs. And that's one of the beauties, I think, about what goes on with Scene is that it's not genre specific, and we have a little bit of something for everybody. So. Except the country music fans. Oh, you know what? We've had country out there as well. We've had everything. <laughs> you name it, we've had it. Jennifer Anderson is the co producer of Scene. We'll take your calls. Another segment with her on the way back. We'll talk about pricing and some of the other acts that are coming in right here. Jim Fannin filling in for Larry Fedoric and 610 CKTV. Hello there. Did you know that the Volkswagen Jetta costs as little as $6 a day? So if you bring a lunch to work, like soup, you can afford a Jetta. But remember to bring your manners. Wolfgang? Danke. Own the 2014 Volkswagen Jetta from only $84 bi-weekly with an extra $1,000 Autobahn cash discount until June 2nd. Visit your Volkswagen dealer or VW.ca for details. 1764 down, 2.9% APR for 84 months. Foodland Ontario reminds you to look and ask for fresh Ontario honey when you shop. After all, good things grow in Ontario. Paid for by the government of Ontario. Yar! Sometimes with me fish, I want more than chips. I've sailed the world and seen wondrous things with me own eye. Arr! A booty of poutine would suit me worldly palate. Lakeport Fish and Chips introduces poutine in traditional pulled pork, bacon supreme, or barbecue chicken. Lakeport Fish and Chips. Three great locations, one great taste. Lakeport at Lidwell, St. Catharines. Lundy's Lane at Kalar, Niagara Falls, and Highway 8 at DeWitt in Stony Creek. LakeportFishandChips.com. Like us on Facebook and see our specials. We don't shy away from controversy. So I completely, completely disagree with this decision. We welcome it. We are News Talk 610 CKTB. Niagara 610 CKTB weather. Nothing ro- grows without rain. Two showers entered earlier this afternoon. More chance of showers tonight. High of 16, we reached that already tonight. Partly cloudy, chance of showers, and a low of 10. With fog patches, Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud. Chances of the showers in the afternoon. 
and a high of 21. Sunday, we get a low of 11 and a high of 24. Right now, it's 12 degrees, partly cloudy, right here in beautiful downtown St. Catharines. The latest news. A convicted killer from Hamilton who escaped from a Kingston jail is now back behind bars. 40-year-old Kale David Presnell escaped from Collins Bay on Monday. What happens next? And while His Royal Highness may not be making a stop in Niagara, one local school is getting his attention. The Willowbank School of Restoration Arts has announced the Prince of Wales has agreed to become its royal patron. He has looked at Willowbank and it fits into his model of how he sees moving forward. News Talk 610 CKTB. Catch the Force at the Buffalo Bison Star Wars Night, presented by Alfred State College on June 7th. Star Wars Night 4-Packs featuring four tickets, four Coca-Colas, four Salem's Hot Dogs, and a light sword for only $66 are available now. Don't miss Bison Star Wars Episode 7 and a post-game fireworks show. And remember, Canadian money is accepted at par at all Bison home games. For tickets, promotional information, game times, and everything Bison's, visit Bison's.com. Dynamic lines in your driveway. Advanced technology at your fingertips. The all-new 2015 Audi A3 has arrived at St. Catharines Audi. Your redesigned A3 delivers true luxury and all the power you need. Add in a panoramic sunroof, Bang & Olufsen sound system, Audi display screen, and advanced mobile connectivity, and you've got one sweet driving machine. Find your redesigned 2015 A3 at St. Catharines Audi, 114 Hartzell Road, and at AudiStCatharines.com. How's that renovation? Did you get the results you wanted, or are they still working on it? Tackling kitchen and bathroom renovations on your own is kind of like... Don't gamble on your home. Real Equity comes with an experienced professional. Go for a distinctively different plan. Hi, this is Anne from Distinctive Designs. Our team is with you every step of the way. And when the dust settles, together we'll see your vision beautifully brought to life. Be inspired today at distinctivedesigns.ca. Midway Garden Center specializes in naturally grown pesticide-free vegetable and herb plants, including a huge selection of heritage and heirloom varieties. Midway Garden Center on 4th Avenue beyond 7th Street at the top of the hill. Open seven days a week, even Sundays. The latest headlines, the latest traffic and weather, all at one address, 610CKTV.com. You're listening to The Jim Fannin Show on 610CKTV. Dinner Bell, Mice on the Hurricane. Jennifer Anderson, the co-producer of Scene Music Festival, is in with me in the booth today. Jennifer, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Now, we've got a really cool thing going here in the Niagara region. I've been saying for on my Sunday show, very often we bring local bands in to play live bumper music in and out of the commercials. Um, that's kind of led to a whole different road for me tonight uh, festival stars for the kiwanis uh group they're celebrating i'm emceeing that event tonight so that's a pretty cool thing that's at the parkway holiday Inn at uh, seven o'clock good plug 
Tell, yeah, and Peter Peter Brown will actually be in with us uh, around three thirty to promote that a little bit. But tell us tell us how you see it. Now, I only come to this awareness the last couple of years because I've been close to a lot of these bands, mm-hmm. and I'm just a big fan of music. So when I'm out in a bar at night, I pick up bands. I pick up bands to bring in here. I mean, that's my mandate when I'm out. You know, mm-hmm. I have a couple of beers and I get to know the guys and I try and get them come on the show. But they've been telling me more than one. Many of them, have, and these guys, Dan O'Shea, travel all over the world right. playing as journeymen for other bands. They have their own bands, and then they have a successful life teaching here in, in town. And then and then uh, in Dan O'Shea's case, a, a pretty good contract journeyman, pl- stepping in for a lot of big acts. I know he can't talk about them, promote them, but mm-hmm. these guys have kind of made me aware that we have a pocket of talent here that almost doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. Is that something that you buy into? Um, I think we have an incredible amount of, of talent within the area, and a lot of the of what's happened is people coming together. You know, you're getting a lot of people who have the same interests and who are supporting each other. A lot of the bands are supporting each other by playing shows together or messaging out what's going on. We've got some great promoters in the area, but um, I think in particular in this area, you, you also get bolstered by seeing what's happening to other people who started out playing in the clubs. And, like Dallas you know, Green, the guys absolutely. that hit it, you mean? Yeah, you're, look, you're looking, I'm Dan, Dan Romano with Attack of Black. Attack of Black was a fantastic band, but a lot of these right. people were in a number of other bands as well. And they were persistent, and they went out and they played at the clubs, and, you know, they... they Mannequins local too, aren't they? Uh, they're not specifically from Isn't the St. Catharines area, but um, there could be members Hicks. I don't know of. Uh, Tim Hicks, there's one. Um, Lights actually has done um, some work in St. Catharines, so mm-hmm. she has some ties to the area. She's brilliant. Uh, a lot of people who are behind the scenes. Also, are people who started out in Niagara. Um, we worked with Joel Carrier. He was one of the people who uh, was very involved with producing this and elevating the festival. And we have a lot of people who are behind the scenes, whether it be producing or working with record labels. Or in the case of what we're doing this year, um, Union has come on board with Pat us. Pat Murphy. And Pat Stud. Murphy. Pat started off with us. I think Pat was probably like 15 years old or something like really? that. And it might have been in a voluntary capacity. And then he started getting involved with um, Bedlam. And they started uh, having him book some bands around the area. And Pat just, he was hungry and he was young and he was very involved and he's very invested into what's going on. And he's been part of our team. And once he moved into um, the position that he is right now with Union, who's a fantastic promoter um, across North America, they also do Riot Fest. Uh, He came to us with the idea. He always wanted to get more involved. And so, again, this is still people who are right from this area who are working together and using the resources that they have by where they're going with what they're doing within their own musical careers or with the kind of ties that they have, and they bring it back to Niagara. So there has to be something about the area because these people who leave the area are still invested in the area. I saw your call for volunteers there the other day, and it just occurred to me as you're talking here, what a great place to catch an act that's oh, yeah. on their way up. I remember mm-hmm. meeting Sarah Blackwood. I mean, I saw her with the Creep Show, and then she mm-hmm. made it big with uh, Walk Off the Earth or yep. whatever they're called. She was playing, and this tiny little blonde tattooed starlet with a beautiful voice who can can thrash with the best of them, who's got rock and roll or can sing a, a ballad, mm-hmm. you know, comes off stage. And I volunteered that year, I had my orange shirt. I found it in the yeah. closet the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I could just break this thing out. I don't need yeah. to be a volunteer. I just wear my orange shirt. That'll get me in everywhere. Not. Uh, you know, as Sarah comes off stage. She stands right beside me at the Absolutely. bar. I'm like, hey, you want my drink tickets? I'm out of here. Yeah. And she, we struck up a conversation and now she's made it big time now. Absolutely. And when you look at with volunteers, that's another thing is a lot of people feel really invested in the music scene around here. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a musician. You could be somebody who appreciates it, who's somebody who supports the clubs, who supports the bands. And the volunteers who are there, they're there because they care about what's going on. They want to be invested in what's going on. And when you look with the example of what you said about Sarah, I think that that's a fantastic um, thing to bring up because one of the biggest things that we get a feedback, whether it's bands who are at 
a higher level or bands who are just starting out is they love coming to scene and it's not just about playing it's about being there interacting hanging Mm. out with all of their friends catching their friends band discovering new things so the people who are performing often are there just as much as as somebody who's attending the festival so yes you will see them standing right next to you but it's all about the love of music Mm. that's absolutely the number one priority and we couldn't have a better venue than we do in downtown st Catharines within walking distance, literally across the street from each other, and we've got a great community, and we show it off Amen. that day. Now we're showing it off for two days. Nice. Tell me about who wrote the press release for volunteers, the Facebook message. Was that um, you? Actually, no, that wasn't me. Uh, we have a group of people that we work with, and we've always kind of had the same message, so we're just kind of updating the same I shared feeling, that on my wall. Idea. But what caught me was you want to build relationships, you want to yeah. meet people in the industry, volunteer yeah. for us. Tell us about giving back and volunteering and what that might give you access to. Um, there's a lot of different uh, opportunities that are available for volunteering. You're not um, just standing you know, at I mean, the door. We, you could be running or staging. You get or... a group of people who they'd like to specifically volunteer, and they'd like to specifically volunteer in a specific area for a specific band. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of inevitable in some situations. I did it one year, but, but... I didn't get placed at the Mansion House. Oh, <laughs> I was at L3, I think, but, uh, and saw a great band by accident. I just figured, yeah. I know the guys at Mansion, so I want to be at yeah. their door. And they're like, no, you're over here at L3. And then can't remember who the band was. But mm-hmm. now, years later, I'm like, I'm really glad I got to see those guys yeah absolutely so when a volunteer is coming we really appreciate our volunteers we want them to have a good day we want them to help provide people who are here with a good day so we make sure that they are taken well taken care of that they get an opportunity to spend the rest of the time that they're here enjoying the festival have a right. you know a little more access to so you some pull of the your shift and then otherwise. you can go see all the rest of the bands you get a yeah. free ticket to ride well, make sure that you're fed if you're over 19 you'll get a couple drink tickets if you're under 19 then you can enjoy some tasty non-alcoholic beverages <laughs> and uh in the scheme of things it, it's it's just we want people to really be there and to enjoy what they're doing and you know saying that you saw a band that you didn't intend on seeing that's one of the things is even as the people who have produced this it's inevitable every single year we're walking down the street and you have so many venues that are next to each other that we've stopped dead in our tracks there's always a moment where you turn around you look into a venue and you're like who is this yeah and you're not looking for a name you're not looking for anything it's the sound that attracts you to it and every single venue that we've had we've always had people who come back and they're blown away by one band or another thank you very much Thank you, Jim. Jennifer Anderson it. is the co-producer of Scene Music Fest. How much are tickets? Uh, we have three different uh, tickets that are available. There's single-day passes for Saturday and Sunday, and then there's weekend passes. The prices are listed up on our website. We've got tons of great contesting opportunities where you can win tickets. And this Saturday at the Penn Center, they're going to be selling tickets directly there, and there's lots of opportunities to win and get information. SceneMusicFestival.com. Touch it up, get your tickets, and we'll see you out in June at Montebello Park. We're going to talk racism and a whole lot more right here on 610 CKTB when we get back. Live from 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTB. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Back, I'm Jim Fan for Larry Fedork. Happy Friday to you. Mega props to the guests that came in. Man, we had a quick move, an hour and a half. Hey, eh? Alex Jenis, David Haskell, Jennifer Anderson. That was a great interview. 
She needs her own show, eh, Patrick? Can she carry a microphone or what? Oh, she was a natural. She bring her in as a local music talent or something. Get a music show for her or something. Nice done. Scene Music Festival kicks off 28th and 29th of the holiday weekend in July. I'm not going to name all the bands. We want to. Oh, Lion is in. Lion's a nice addition. We've talked to her on the show before. Teenage Kicks, the Zolas. Zola's got a great, great feel. Theater Crisp. Love to see these guys on it. Arkells. Lights. Yep. The Glorious Sun, Sheepdogs. And some past acts, too. We've had some great bands come in. I mean, Dallas Green. Some big, big names that have made it. USS. Ubiquitous Synergy Seeker. I caught these guys live at what used to be the Wallen House once. Loveman says to me, hey, let's go see USS. I'm like, USS, what's that? Oh, you got to see these guys. I think it was for scene. Yeah, it was for scene. So I cruise over, Ash Boo Schultz and the Human Kebab, just two guys. <laughs> he makes a blender drink on stage while he's playing his song and then drinks it. Weird. But these guys have hit the charts. They did a song with Mice on the Hurricane, Cancer Bats. We talked about Silverstein, A City in Color, Sound Clash, Bedouin Sound Clash. Great feel. Just so proud of what we're doing right here locally with our local talent. And not only that, our local natural resources in the bars that we have, venues to house these guys. SceneMusicFestival.com to get tickets. It's June 28th and 29th at Montebello Park and surrounding venues around town here. Just a great lineup. And Jennifer Anderson confirms the fact that, yes, we have a special pocket of talent here that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. We need to capitalize on it. And I think the guys at Scene have done that. Now, Lord Stumble, as I lovingly refer to him as, was one guy that's been involved, I think, since almost the beginning, if not the beginning. Took a lot of the financial burden last time around. <laughs> he, he might still be paying that off, I'm not sure. But Union Events came in and has blown this thing up. Union Events, Pat Murphy, doing a great job. Pat Murphy's also an agent, I think. Or is a manager, yeah, a manager, he manages Cardinals, who's the three-piece band of tight, tight musical geniuses at 20 years old. So Union Events has been brought in. I think they've got it for a couple of years, maybe, the rights to co-promote it. Stumble's still involved. Stumble's in Vegas, so he couldn't make it in. Pat Murphy, also busy out in Vancouver. So props to Jennifer Anderson for coming up and carrying a segment very well. At 3.30, we're going to talk to Peter Brown about the Kiwanis Music Festival and their little event tonight. It's called the Festival of Stars. The awards have already been given out, but some of the award winners have been hand-chosen to play this event and other events. So Peter Brown will come in, talk to us about the Kiwanis organization, 
And this is just for students. So this is young kids. So I, w- I went to meet Peter and his daughter, Kate, that's uh, stage manager for the event today, and Tommy over at uh, the Holiday Inn, Tom Nitsopoulos, who's running the place now that his father's away, and just get an idea of what we're doing here. So I knew it was coming up. I didn't have it written down, but I'm like, okay, when is it? Oh, Friday. Okay, good. What is it? Well, it's kids and music. I'm like, well, you picked the right guy. Perfect. Love the kids. You know, obviously passionate about the music. So at 3.30, we're going to have Peter Brown in the booth. We'll talk about his event coming up, Festival of Stars tonight, down at the Parkway, the Holiday Inn Parkway Convention Center. I wish they'd stop changing their name over there. I don't know what to call it. Ramada, Parkway, Holiday Inn. 6.30, the doors open. 7 o'clock, it starts, and you'll be out in two hours if you want to check out some local talent of kids. They have to be in school. They have to be in school in Niagara. We'll talk a little bit about the Qantas organization. After this, though, let's talk a little bit of racism. Pat Sajak gets off a blast the other day on Twitter. Says he's trying to be provocative. No, you're just being stupid. Pat Sajak, host of Wheel of Fortune. You're not smart, Pat. I'm all about being provocative. I get it, but... You got a pretty decent job. What are you putting that at risk for? I'll read you his tweet when we get back and then play you a little bit of, of the clips of Mark Cuban coming out talking about Sterling indirectly and how we're all racist. He actually said that he crosses the street when he sees a black kid in a hoodie. And then while well, he's on that cro- the other side of the street, if he sees a white guy with shaved a shaved head and lots of tattoos, he's going to cross the street again. It takes big balls to say you're a racist, but I think we all are at the core. I think we're de- it's in our DNA. Finally, somebody's saying to hell with the political correctness. I'm going to say exactly what I think and what, what the truth is. And is it true that Chuck Woolery got canned because he was too bright, too intellectual? And Pat Sajak works 35 days a year? What's he pulling down, I wonder? So we'll go open phones next and talk about racism. I'll read you the Pat Sajak quote. We'll play a little bit from Cuban's interview. All that and more right here on Larry Fedoric's show. I'm Jim Fannin, 610 CKTB. Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime. 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network. Or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. I know your anger, I know your dreams. 
Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin. Racism abounds. Pat C. Jackass. Shut your mouth, man. Stop it with the Twitter. Stop it. We don't need another platform to you for you to prove how ignorant you are. Or not. Maybe you agree with them. Okay, so here's the tweet. I retweeted it today. You'll see it on my Facebook wall, at Jim Fannin on Twitter. If you want to get in on this, give us a show. We'll go open phones, 905-688-2582. Are you a self-admitted racist? one 610 cktb pound 610. It's a free call on Bell Mobility. Or text. I got a lot of text to get to. 61010 is your text. At Pat Sajak. I now believe global warming alarmists are unpatriotic racists, knowingly misleading for their own ends. Good night. (laughs) What? Global warming alarmists. Do you mean 97% of the scientists, those alarmists, they're unpatriotic and racist? Why? Why? Knowingly misleading for their own ends, right? Because everyone's making money off global warming and climate change. (laughs) Pat Sajak. So I just want to go back to his Twitter feed. Apparently he's a hockey fan. Uh, So May 19th, I got it right here. May 19th, he tweets at... 10.38 at night. I hope it's not alcohol-induced, Pat. But (laughs) we've all had a history and seen people that blow up at night on social media. Get a couple pops into them. Get a couple martinis. They get home, and they're like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to tweet something. And it always seems like a good idea when you've had a few pops, and you're feeling frisky, and then you wake up in the morning, and you go, Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Do you think this was one of those moments? So May 19th, at 10.38 p.m., he tweets, Now I believe global warming alarmists are unpatriotic racists, knowingly misleading for their own ends. Period. Good night. He didn't even get the, Good night now! in there. But then he doesn't stop taking the next few weeks off. Computer models have already determined winners. Sometimes it's fun to poke a stick in a hornet's nest just to hear the buzzing. NHL playoff hockey tonight. Hockey must have hockey. This is all Pat Sajak. Later today, I'll be tweeting my views on the subjects of nuclear proliferation, and free-range tricking. (laughs) And then, May 21st, as most of you know, original tweet was intended to parody the name-calling directed at climate skeptics. Period. Hyperbole. And he's been gone for a day or so, and he leaves us with the last tweet, Thanks for all the nice tweets. Too many to answer, but appreciated. Leaving for now. Leaving now for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society. 
You just don't know when to quit. Pat say jackass. Retweeted 3,444 times. Almost almost 3,500 retweets. And 2,697 people favorited it. Including Gail, whose picture is progressive conservative label. Logo. And we've been talking racism a lot, especially with the Donald Sterling uh, private conversation becoming public. And are you surprised by the number of people that are looking at this and going, you know what? It's a private conversation. It's got no, there's no business somebody taping it and making it public. No defense for being an ignorant racist, though. Well, what do you think? Aren't we all racist? Doesn't it just come naturally to us? Instead, in the open, when I teased it a little bit about the segment coming up, we are racist by nature. It's in our DNA. When we came from the caves and our little groups that were very tight, when we came up against a different race or a different color or somebody that spoke a different language, we didn't have sex with them. We killed them and probably ate them. I know it's not a brutal society like it used to be, but isn't it inherently ingrained in our DNA to you're different, you look different, you smell different, you have a different sound? I don't think we're taught to fear that kind of thing. I think it's just inbred in us. To get to some of your texts, too. And on the Facebook, not true. Racism ain't in DNA. Avoiding poop is in our DNA. And we are nurtured to hate other races and cultures. It's not racist to walk across the street when you see a black guy wearing a hoodie. It's just an innate in humans to avoid potential conflict. When you call the cops because there's a black guy jogging across your sidewalk in the North End home, that makes you a racist. You don't get that way naturally. It comes from obtaining negative, nimble-minded ideas from heathens you associate with. Thank you. Over time. Thank you. 905-688-2582 if you want to get in. I'll hit on some of your text. Now we'll play Cuban's uh, remarks. Like Mark Cuban. The Cube. And he said, you know what? I'm racist too. Okay, back to the text. Oh, i got to scroll all the way down here. I totally agree that we're all racist, but you don't need to personally broadcast it. That's when the trouble starts. People also go out there and condemn homosexuality. I don't agree with it either. But why does it matter if everyone else knows that about me? I have pol- beliefs and preferences, and no one is going to change that whether they know it or not. Well, great point. Six ten ten is your text. Load it up. Yeah, I think we already read. Cuban also said if he came across a white guy with a shaved head and tattoos that he crossed back to the other side of the street. Thank you, Brad. I think we might have hit that already. (laughs) 
So Drew on short notice got us the clip of Cuban. I think it's about a minute and a half. Who? We got time for it now? Uh, Mark it, Cuban? Not for the whole thing, but I can okay. at least get to the meat of. Uh, of you want to do it when we come back? You know what? Why don't we set it up by playing 20 seconds of it? All right. This, this is the good stuff right here. It's- I mean, we're all prejudiced in one way or the other. If I see a black kid in a hoodie and it's late at night, I'm walking to the other side of the street. And if on that side of the street there's a guy that has tattoos all over his face, white guy, bald head, tattoos everywhere, I'm walking back to the other side of the street. And the list goes on. Of- I'm Jim Fannin, and for Larry Fedorik, on the way back, we'll take more of your text and your calls if you have any on racism. We'll play you the rest of that clip from Cuban and talk about Pat say jackass right here on 610 CKDB. Live from 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Jim Fannin. One more hour and then KJ's in. Four to seven. You get caught up in your text messages. Sorry I didn't get to them all today. Thailand has a coup whenever they're short on tie sticks and sex change operations. What? I guess I don't need to read them all. Good interview. Pointed questions and comments. Well done, Mr. Fannister. I'll take that. Great talk radio this afternoon. Let's hear some Tim Hicks bumper music. Niagara is the new music in your J.D. Roberts. J.D. Roberts, you remember that show, New Music? J.D. Roberts on Much Music, I think it was. I only remember it because I watched an interview with him and Nasha Slash the other day. Giggles. Why did Pat cross the road? It was way past his bedtime. I don't get it. I'm not a racist. I own a color TV. <laughs> not a racist. I just play one on the radio. So Pat Sajak comes out, launches a scud, and gets ripped on it. But talk about Twitter traffic. Pat, spin the wheel. Stick to your day job. Stop calling climate den- climate change deniers unpatriotic racists. And then the cube... Mark Cuban owns the Mavs in the NBA. 
you know, had the balls to come up and say, you know what? You damn straight I'm racist. <laughs> and it hurts to say it, but we need to have this conversation. We teased the interview a little bit before the break, and we'll play that full thing for you now. But again, Cubes, Mark Cuban, coming to the plate and taking a huge risk by saying, damn straight I'm racist. Talking about crossing the street. I mean, who isn't? And I think just to pretend that we're not and say, oh, no, I'm not racist. We come from generations of racists. So just to say that we're not, no, I'm not that guy, I think is disingenuous to say the least. And Cuban, who I've got a lot of time for, the millionaire kid, well, he's no kid now, made his money in, what did Cuban sell and make his money on? Internet company? Patrick, can we hear the rest of that clip? I mean, we're all prejudiced in one way or the other. If I see a black kid in a hoodie and it's late at night, I'm walking to the other side of the street. And if on that side of the street there's a guy that has tattoos all over his face, white guy, bald head, tattoos everywhere, I'm walking back to the other side of the street. And the list goes on of, of stereotypes that we all live up to and, and are fearful of. And so in my businesses, try not to be hypocritical. You know, I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I live in a glass house, and it's not appropriate for me to throw stones. And so when I run into bigotry in organizations I control, I try to to find solutions. I'll work with people. I'll send them to, to training. I'll send them to sensitivity training. It's part of my responsibility as an entrepreneur to try to, to solve it, not just to kick the problem down the road. Because it, it does society, no, it does my company no good, it does my customers no good, um, it does society no good if my response to somebody um, and their racism or bigotry is to say, it's not right for you to be here, go take your attitude somewhere else. So there's Mark Cuban, stepping to the plate, Dallas Mavericks owner. You always see him courtside, saying, you know what, I am too. We all are, and we need to have a larger conversation about this. Just being politically correct and saying, nah, I'm not racist. I don't think it solves the problem. And we've got, I mean, prejudice versus racism. Is there a difference? Can you be prejudiced against, well, Tommy said, you know, I'm prejudiced against stupid people. I get that. As long as you don't put yourself in the category of knowing all and opinions doesn't equal intelligence. I get that. I don't have time for fat people. <laughs> if you're fat, it's not because of anything other than you eat too much and you don't you get enough exercise. Does that make me prejudiced? Isn't that the last bastion? Isn't that the last thing we can make fun of? You can't change the color of your skin or what race you were born into. And I agree, it's wrong, but we've had a history in this nation... Not so much Canada, but certainly in North America, especially the States. For crying out loud, it was only just a few decades ago we got over slavery, for crying out loud. We've battled with this for generations. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I get the whole politically correct movement of everyone's equal. Ultimately, we are. We're all humans on this plane, 
It doesn't matter what tongue you speak, what color your skin is, or what kind of food you eat, or where you were born. We're all in this together. The problem is, is we come from a a very deep-seated place of racism. We take care of our own. If we didn't, we wouldn't have Chinatowns and Little Italy's and Greek Town and stuff located right here in Toronto and St. Catharines. You stick together with the people that you know and have commonalities with. I'm not going out looking for people that we have differences with to, to make friends with. Isn't it just human human nature to kind of roll with your own, hang with your own kind, support your own kind? Nah. Just my take. Thanks for your input on the text. Peter Brown comes up next. We're going to talk... Festival of Stars tonight, down at the Holiday Inn, Parkway Convention Center, get a room at the back there. Festival of Stars is a celebration of the kids that won awards for music, speech, dancing, playing instruments, talented kids, and you get to see a showcase of them tonight. At the Festival of Stars, it's at 7 o'clock. Peter Brown comes up next. We'll talk all about it right here on 610 CKDB. You're listening to The Jim Fannin Show on 610 CKTV. Jim Fannin. Somebody texted us earlier, you're having way too much fun. Why? Because I said the noon news is coming up at 2 o'clock? Yeah, we have some fun here. Peter Brown joins me now. Peter, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about the organization Kiwanis and how you get to this point of Festival of the Stars tonight, which is a celebration of some award winners that have already been awarded the award, right? Well, actually, they'll get their awards, the scholarships tonight. We'll, we'll present about $6,000 in scholarship monies to students who were selected by adjudicators. We brought in independent adjudicators we bring into the festival every year. Now, the Nitsopolis family has been kind enough, are they donating the space for it to put this thing They're off? They're giving right? us very good rates. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, huge family in the in the area here yeah, and always, always uh, quick to pick up on a charity. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the Kiwanis organization. Well, a lot of people know Kiwanis from TV Bingo on Sunday night on Kojiko. Uh, right. They know us because of uh, um, work we do around building parks and uh, contributing to the food bank and things like that. They also know us this time of year for the duck race, which will be held on June 17th. And those types of things are how we raise the money to do things like build parks. And some of that money goes to uh, help put on the, the music festival. Now, the Kiwanis Music Festival, what are the requirements to get in on this? And I'm learning as I go here, meeting you the other night. It was great to meet you and your daughter, Kate, the stage manager that's going to help us pull all this together and gel it together. Uh, They're just kids. 
That's right. Uh, the the I think uh, we have students from about five years old to about eighteen years old. Uh, this is the eighty uh, third year for the Kiwanis Music Festival in St Catharines. So it's uh, it's uh, often that I find that I'm talking to someone about the music festival and they were in it when they were kids. Wow! Or their kids or their really? someone in their family has been in it. It's really a it's part of the the community. I think. Now, it's called the Kiwanis Music Festival, but there's more than just music. Normally, you have dance, yeah. uh, spoken word performances, p- um, uh, instrument com- composition. That's right. What we, else does it include? We we have uh, uh, piano, uh, uh, violin. Uh, we had one of our students uh, last year went on to provincials and, and came in fourth in, in the whole province. It's going to make uh, you proud. Yeah, and he's performing tonight as nice. well. Who's that? Uh, Ishiro. Uh, he's a young guy. I think he's 10 years old, and he's uh, amazing with the violin. The Shiro, nice. Yeah. So we get a little sample of that tonight. So yes. tell me a little bit about what it's like, you know, giving back to the kids in, in the form of awards, you know, in a society where, you know, we're supposed to do away with awards. Everyone's a winner. No, you got to yeah. learn what it's like to win and lose. I think that's good for kids. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, we start work probably in July. For, for the festival that's held around Easter time every year. And and tonight is the wrap-up for 2014. It's the, the celebration. And it's it's quite a bit of work, uh, and pretty much everyone involved is a volunteer. Um, Except me, I'm getting paid, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll uh, talk about that later. <laughs> I work for beer. Uh, um, but when you go down, and, I, and, and I'm on the business side, if you want. I'm the guy who tries to make sure that there's a venue and the adjudicators come in and the adjudicators are fed and housed and things like that. But we have some really great uh, teachers um, who are the ones who organize each division, for instance, the piano division and the woodwinds division and so on. Uh, but when I come in while the festival's on and I sit in, in the the audience and I watch some of these kids it's just amazing to see the talent that we have around here and and helping them work on on their skills and and teachers have told me that an important part of the festival is they get to they get to practice their particular art uh, in front of an independent adjudicator in front of an audience and so it it really uh, rounds out the education now how did you get drawn into this well, I'm an active member of the Kiwanis Club in St. Catharines, and uh, uh, we every so often we go through a routine of, of uh, uh, moving our chairs around to get new ideas and new energies involved in programs, and uh, this is my second year really as chair of the music festival, and uh, they're going to have to rip it out of my hands. You're I'm, really enjoying this, I, eh? I really am, yeah. That's great. Well, I can't wait to see the level of talent you get today, and how many people do you expect? Well, uh, I understand we've got somewhere in 70 to 80 parents coming. Uh, I was told there was one young guy who has a 45-second speech, and he has 10 relatives coming to watch him. So, 45-second <laughs> speech? <laughs> yeah. And how, he, how long are most of the speeches? Uh, they're a minute to two minutes. Really? These, and these are very what young. What you say in two minutes? Well, they practice hard. And, well, and, we got Vox Populi right here. You can say a lot in two minutes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I, and in the festival itself, it, we have we have uh, 
uh, theatre arts where someone will actually perform a part in front of an audience. Wow. Uh, we don't have the time for that tonight because we want to get as many students on as we can. And all of these students tonight will have been selected by uh, by the adjudicator as uh, uh, someone who could perform in our Festival of Stars. The Kiwanis Music Festival celebrates 83 years this year. You've got six, sorry, 518 students took part in 681 events. So you have some multiple f- performers. Yes. And that's up significantly from 2013 when you had 424. So you're up over 100 yeah. participants right off the bat. Yeah. Is that an indication that more people are participating or did you just recruit more talent this time around? Um, I think it's, I think it's both. I think we, we're uh, actively looking for music teachers in the region to uh, uh, bring students in. And that's, that's the primary source. We also work with private schools and uh, uh, the, the two school boards in the region to get students to come in. And you can just walk in out the street. With how much are tickets? Uh, tonight, tickets are, uh, there's no charge for admission. You're welcome to come. Oh, nice. Uh, donations are welcome, of course, because uh, sure. that's always a budget issue. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, more the merrier. Peter Brown is my guest. Thanks very much, Peter. I appreciate you coming in today. And I guess I'll see you in a couple hours. I'm going to be there at 6.30. The Nitsopolis family sponsors uh, helps these guys out a little bit. The Holiday Inn and Convention Center. I got it right now because I'm looking at it. That's the old parkway on Ontario Street. 6.30, the doors open. 7 o'clock, you can get in. It runs about two hours. And what else can we do? you have a website to promote? Uh, Anything else that people we, can do to get a hold we, of you, Peter? We have a music festival website, uh, uh, the St. com, And we have a, a Kiwanis Music Festival Facebook page. Uh, and if anyone wants to help me keep that up, I, I'd love a volunteer. In that <laughs> Peter Brown, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for that. That's much. Peter Brown. The Festival of Stars goes tonight, 7 o'clock, down on Ontario Street, the Holiday Inn and Convention Center. Thanks to the Nitzel family for always picking up the slack and donating some space to a good charity and a good cause. After this special guest, as I fill in, I'm Jim Fannin for Larry Fedorik and 610 CKTB. Live from 128th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTB. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Sam Roberts. I can nail most of them. Patrick's running the board, picking the bumper music. Thank you, Patrick Smolarek. Doing a great job today. Thank you to Roberto's Pizza. Just landed us a nice green pizza. I, I told Patrick, you want a piece of pizza? Watch it. There's weed in it. He yells out, looks like spinach. <laughs> I know what spinach looks like. Come on. <laughs> it looks awesome. Tastes even better. Roberto. Thank you, man. I don't, you know, solicit send me food. 
although I feel like it sometimes. Very cool. Thin crust, just the way I like it. Roberto's Pizza used to be a, a, a espresso passion down on Facer Street. Roberto's used to be over on Martindale Road at one time. Isn't this the guy that cooked? He went up and made pizza for the prime minister at one time, Harper? This guy's got to bleed blue. He sent in the greenie some za at the station. That's awesome. See, we can trade colors. Blue and green makes, I don't know, a mess. Kevin Jack's coming up next. Thank you to all my guests today. We ran a really tight show. Heavily booked. We did take your calls on and texts on racism. Something that shouldn't be taken lightly, and certainly we need to have a conversation about that. But thank you, Ann Dime. Anna over at Ryerson Music apparently is a listener to the Jim Fannin Show on Sundays at noon. And forward my name along to Peter Brown. Honored to MC the event tonight. I guess, you know, we've made a tradition out of bringing in local talent. On Sundays, they're playing live bumper music in and out. I got, a, I think I got a couple openings. Working on Tim Hicks for the first, but I don't think I've got anybody for this week unless I'm forgetting somebody I booked. So we're always looking for talent to play live bumpers going in and out. We've had a number of local acts come in. So thank you, Ann, for sending me a handwritten note to the station here asking me to MC the event tonight, and I can't wait to meet some of these kids a violinist, a pianist. We've got four spoken word performances, a vocal performance, a couple singers, guitar, strings, piano, clarinet, strings, vocal, duet, piano and guitar. It's a two-hour event. starts at 7 o'clock. Thank you to the Nitsopolis family for helping the Qantas Festival out, music festival out. Helping our kids get us some exposure, figuring out, giving them some experience what it's like to be on stage. All that said, wake up, Woody. Woody the texter comes in only because I begged him. Well, I didn't beg, but you don't even call the show, man. No. So thanks for coming in. You're you got a little pig roast going off, your annual pig roast. Yes, sir. How long have you been there? This is my fourth year. It's time to sell that house, I think, and move somewhere else, isn't it? No, sir. Come on. Nope. Uh, four I'll years just buy is too some long. More houses. Yeah, there you go. So you're given, you're taking food donations at the door. You got uh, CD on a Frio. I helped you line up a little bit of a musical act on the last yeah. uh, last minute there. So props to CD for coming in. He's just Absolutely. a regular guy that plays some really cool folk music. So I think Perfect. you're going to like his style. Um, and you're doing a little bit of a charity. Uh, think at the door, right? You're taking donations? Yep. I called Betty Lou's crew there, and they dropped off some bar- donation barrels from uh, Community Care there. Right. And uh, they showed up today, so I got the barrels. And, uh, and tell me about the pig, man. I just picked it up, too. I, went, I had to drive to Is Hamilton. pretty? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice and pink. Now, who's doing that? <laughs> um, a, a guy I work with is a really, really good cook, and he's been doing it for me for the last four years, so he is the bomb when it comes to cooking pigs. Nice, nice. So it's a, an open event. I really appreciate you doing something for the community, for Betty Lou Suter's group down there at Community Care. And uh, nice of you to 
This started out just as a celebration of your, your house, right? It started out as a housewarming party, and it just figured out, I was like, I should do this every year. And it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and just friends of yours, though, right? You're not taking tickets at the door. You're not nope, promoting it nope. other than coming on the show because nope. I asked you to. No, no. Um, I think we're assembling a crew of guys maybe from the station. We're going to like invade. Absolutely. It's going to be 610 and Hits you know FM representing. The more the merrier is what I say. Yeah. Like, I I wanted to get it so big that I need to rent a hall. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. And then you could really take some donations and make some noise. How much food and money do you think you're taking in in the previous years? Um, My first year, I took two, uh, 380 pounds, and the second year was... Um, anyway, last year I brought in 438 pounds or something like that. So Always good local guy. We always see you out here for the Community Care Food Drive. Yep. Usually you bring a stack of Canadian, uh, tire, Canadian money. tire money. So you're taking Canadian tire money too? People sure, should come out and bring not? that? Sure, why not? How much did you bring this year? Uh, I, I think I got 80 bucks. Okay. I yeah. remember a couple of years ago that thing was, was a fat stack. It was a brick. You had that maybe saved up for years though. No, one year. Oh, yeah? That was one year of it's gas all, purchases. Oh, that you get all your gas at CT? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, brother. I appreciate it. So no Saturday, what time? Two o'clock? Four yeah. o'clock? Two o'clock till whenever. All right. Cool. I appreciate you coming in and being a community guy. I didn't think you'd take the bait, man. I thought, I couldn't even get you to call. I'm like, last year, I held it over your head. I'm like, if you call Tommy's show... I will come to your pig roast. And I called. <laughs> and you called, and I had to show up. Yep. And Tommy says, you going this year? I'm like, well, I don't know. It's uh, Well, hello, you're his realtor. Don't you think you should be there? Yeah, I should be there. If he wants to continue being my realtor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's lots of realtors around. <laughs> Coming up next is Kevin Jack. We're going to preview his show, get an idea of what he's looking up uh, uh, on his show. Cuban, oh, and the text message, Mark Cuban made his money in theaters, Greeny. I only fear Green Party supporters. <laughs> he must be conservative. And again in a text, huge difference between stereotyping and racism, Mr. Cuban. <laughs> and then a shot at the host. Only matters is if you're fat then, Fannin? Really? Yeah, really. I'm getting fat myself. Kevin Jack's coming up next. We're going to preview his show. He's 4 to 7 right after this brick on CKTB. From 28th Street in the Garden City, St. Catharines, this is the Jim Fannin Show on News Talk 610 CKTV. Call anytime, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-CKTV. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network or 61010. And now, Jim Fannin. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Last segment cover for Larry today. He's been in the basement on vacation. 
A lot of people waiting for Larry to come back next week, especially the girls. I love Larry. They don't even meet the guy. <laughs> Kevin Jack, what do you got to come up with the show today? All right, uh, five o'clock today. Um, you're just—it's really just going to tear your heart out. Cindy Campbell is going to be joining us on the program, and Cindy is the victim, the surviving victim of the Mark Burrell attack. And we can now say conclusively that Mark Burrell doused her with gasoline and then set her on fire. Because yesterday he was finally found guilty of attempted murder. We'll find out firsthand from Cindy what happened that day, what's happened since that day, and what it's like to go through a court case and have to face your attacker with a ludicrous defense. I mean, the defense that they put forward was just so out of left field, it was insulting is what it was. It was insulting, actually suggesting that her husband doused her with gasoline. Then she drove to the Rockway Community Center. Then she, who's not a non-smoker and non-weed smoker, I thought I heard that, went yeah. into the bushes to smoke a joint and ended up igniting herself. That was the defense. Imagine how insulted you would be. Cindy Campbell's going to join us from 5 to 5.30 today on the program, nice and we're going to hear very firsthand exactly what that's like, and I'm so looking forward to that. Um, I-, I know you focus a lot of music on the program, and we are going to follow suit. From 4.30 till 5 today, um, got the Momentum Choir coming in. Now, the Momentum Choir, if you're not familiar with them, and i got to be honest, until earlier this week, not really familiar with them. About 40 or 50 local people living with developmental delays. And they're in this choir. And they've got a couple of year-end galas coming up at Bethany Community Church, one Sunday matinee, and then next Wednesday. But they're going to come in studio and sing a couple of songs for us. Wow. So we've got three of the guys, well, I'll say, you know, a couple of guys and a girl from the choir. We've also got their pianist and then the director all going to jam into the studio. And they're going to do Let It Be by the Beatles. And They're going to sing right in the studio? Yeah, and no, right Patrick. in the studio. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, right in the studio. I'm very much looking forward to it. And also just kind of sharing their story and uh, finding out where it is they get to perform, what brought them together, who drives the bus, you know, figuratively. And uh, (laughs) and yeah, it's just going to be a... uh just going to be a blast. Feel I'm a good act- story. Yeah, very much looking forward to mm-hmm. uh, to sharing their story and also hearing them sing as well, and hopefully uh, promoting their two year end concerts because I'd love to see all the seats filled. I'd love to see them turning away people at their door saying, "Sorry, there's more de- more demand than we can ac- accommodate." Are you using the funds for a uh, special purpose? Uh, we'll find out. All right, uh, well, coming up after four. Way to tease it, KJ. Uh, I think I finally figured out who it is that I'm going to vote for. I saw a couple of signs on the way into work today that were so compelling that I'm now moved. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, absolutely. The signs twisted. You never me. know what he's kidding. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that after 4 <laughs> o'clock. That's pretty much tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh, other guests today coming up on the program, Rank and Run tomorrow morning. Any of you guys going to be there? Woody, I know you got your thing going on this weekend. And, Jimmy, you're always busy on the weekend. But, I mean, it's it's got to be the biggest single event annually in Niagara, short of a Niagara-on-the-Lake concert. I mean, mm-hmm. what other event brings together 11,000-plus people? I can't think of one. And, I mean, this thing just continues to grow. I'll be going out there tomorrow morning with the family in tow, including little Ayla. And Marianne uh, Edwards is the race director, run director, and she's going to be joining us tonight at 6 o'clock to give us all the details on tomorrow. The good news is, though, is that walk-ups are welcome. So if you're on the fence or you've been thinking about participating in the past but said, ah, you know what, the window's probably closed, I didn't pre-register, you can show up tomorrow morning and, you know, all you got to do is pay your entry free. And, of course, all of it goes to cancer research and cancer care locally. 
And uh, you can do that tomorrow. So if you're looking for the details, Marianne Edwards after 6 o'clock. When do they, where do they kick that off? Where do they start? Uh, Grantham Lions Park. Yeah, down by the Lock 1. Yeah, yeah Niagara okay. and Parnell. That's up right. There. And it's crazy to see 10-plus thousand people jammed yeah, into I heard that the park. parking uh, traffic was really congested last year. Maybe it, they've got a solution for that. It always gets. I mean, it's amazing because you end up parking, like, for the last couple of years, way down Parnell. Right. And I end up walking six kilometers <laughs> just to get to the event where I have to walk five kilometers. Oh, it's a walk. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a walk, run component run. as well, too. But come on, Jimmy. You waking up tomorrow morning and running? No, oh, what happened? Okay. man. The last time I ran... You know what happened to me? Can a you month remember? A month ago, um, I emceed and I ran for the Niagara Life Center. And I've been involved with them for the last four or five years in their charity run and walk. And I pledged last year that this year I was going to run. So right. I had to stay true to my word. Mm-hmm. So woke up on a Saturday morning about a month ago and knocked off 5K. I'm like, all right, pretty good. No it killed me. And still to this day, still hurts. The soles of my feet... That sucks when they hurt. I never knew that that could happen. It literally felt... From the pounding? Yeah. For the week that followed, like I just jumped out of a four-story window and landed on concrete in my bare feet. Because my thighs weren't sore, my shoulders weren't sore. Well, you're still in shape from the hockey you played, and and your soles of your feet don't take a beating in hockey. I know, I know. But I mean, I've run before and never had to, so you know, now I'm blaming the shoes and blaming this and that. But of course, there's no way I could possibly blame unpreparedness or anything like that. No, or just no. thinking, you know, uh, that you could wake up on a Saturday morning with no training and uh, run 5K. That had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. So uh, tomorrow, I think I'm going to be doing the walk. Not a boy. I'm going to be doing the walk and maybe uh, maybe save myself a little bit. A uh, little fun towards the end of the program. Raptors guard Landry Fields um, has a YouTube video out there right now where he's donned the afro and he goes Lionel Richie and does dancing on the ceiling. Nice. Yeah, and you know, and he does an adequate job. You know, for an athlete turned singer, it's for some reality TV show coming oh, yeah. up where where people take on the persona. And you know, I guess that's the one. You can never get spin. enough uh, self-deprecation. Making fun of yourself is just good business, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. If you can't do that, then. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, I don't know whether they're up there trying to parody these artists or whether they're trying to parrot these artists. And I think they're trying to parrot more than parody. But of course, uh, we are left to be the judge as to what they actually end up accomplishing. Uh, I think his was more of a parody, even though I think he was pretty serious. Yeah, I think he was pretty serious in the whole thing. Don't flatter yourself. You're not Lionel Richie. And um, once again, Jim, you were left off the list of Canada's most beautiful people in 2014. I, it's rigged anyways. I apologize. I it's know. rigged. I know. But I uh, make that any day. What is it? Hello Magazine Canada, the one with okay. the exclamation point at yeah. the end. Uh, they've come out with Canada's most beautiful people of 2014. So we'll take a look at the list. Of course, partial list, right? Because if you want the full list... Uh, you know, if you're just burning to know, oh, I gotta know, I gotta know who the most beautiful Canadians are, you gotta buy the uh, full magazine. Oh, so the most clicks are not clicking around the region. You can't get it online. You gotta buy that paper product. You can product. get like a spattering of the name. So I got a few of the people that appear in the magazine, uh, but of course, we'll open up the phone lines and find out from you whether or not Celine Dion is still the reigning champ. Forget her. All that and more <laughs> coming up on the Kevin Jack Show. I am Jim Fannin for Larry Fedork. Thank you to Alex DeGenis, David Haskell for coming in. Jennifer Anderson, that was an epic conversation about seeing music well, yeah, festival. Jennifer Aniston on the program? Jennifer Anderson. Oh. Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Aniston's well, I'm next sure week. she was terrific. She's on the Sunday show. <laughs> I'm joking. I heard her. She was fantastic. <laughs> Scenes a blast, but as if she never hears that one, eh? Peter Brown, thank you. Festival of Stars is tonight at the Parkway. Sorry. The... Holiday Inn and Convention Center.
And Woody the Texter got him in the booth. Thank you very much to Patrick Smolarik for running the board, pulling up the clips, and screening the calls. I'm Jim Fannin on 610 CKDB.